RC's Big Air is your number one location for high quality RC car entertainment. Each video is packed with great music, beautiful landscapes, and cool tricks all in short, easy to pick up segments. So cruise on over to RC's Big Air on YouTube to start watching today. Oh, hello friend. Come, join us by the fire. The story's about to begin. Welcome back everyone to Fireside Dice. I am your dungeon master, Jens Anderson. And we have got everyone back at the game and I'm so excited because I had a lot of fun last time. So I'm going to go ahead. We're going to hand this over to Evan's player, Emma, who's going to give us a quick recap of what happened. Okay. Do you want this in character or do you want Emma to give the recap? Whatever you prefer. Okay. It may end up a mix of both. So last time we met, we began with us traveling with, was it Irene? Irina. Arena, I forgot the A, with Arena, trying to get her to safety away from Streppenmauer. Did I say that correctly? Streppenmauer, yes. Streppenmauer. One of these days I'll get it. <laughs> um, and that'll be the day that you kill him. Or the day he right. kills you. That is also a possibility, yes. <laughs> um, we came As very close to that last, last time. time. Yeah, I was going to say, we were traveling with Irina, trying to get her to safety, and on our way there, we encountered two twin girls. Bart was very concerned about them at first. However, Levin did not trust them from the start. So how do I sum up that fight other than it went okay at first and then quickly took a bad turn as Streffen Mauer uh, quickly approached on um, a nightmarish horse, a nightmare maybe, I think that might have been what it was actually called. Mm. And he could have TPK'd the party, chose not to, because this is basically turned into a game of cat and mouse, and he ended up taking Irina. It gutted Bart, for lack of a better term, and he was very close to just going to the castle right away, trying to get Irina back. Um, Not gonna Levin lie, was... that character moment for Bart. Oh, mm -hmm. Skylar, I don't know how you do it, but you gutted me with that too. Like I was like, I kind of messed up. I didn't, I didn't like retcon this. It needs to be okay. Like <laughs> Bart is not okay, and I'm not okay. Yeah, that Sorry. that whole experience brought Bart very low. Not to kill the vibe, Levin wasn't gutted. Um, <laughs> she... <laughs> That's fitting. She thought it was very stupid of Bart to just be like, we're going to go rescue her now. She managed to talk the party down from going and getting themselves killed. And we basically reconvened at one of the, the covens, the Bitter, Bitterwood bitter Witches? Heart Witches. Bitter Heart. Bitter Heart. Thank you. I'll remember all of the terms someday. And Suri reunited with Annabelle. 
and Bart had a reading from a, was it a Taroka deck? Yep, from mm -hmm. Madam Ava, one of the notable NPCs of this story. Okay. Who, that was the first time that we had ever met her, and it's really interesting because she almost stepped into like a motherly role for Bart, who was the party dad. Mm -hmm. So basically, this is party grandma, and it's Annabelle's grandma. Yeah, and I feel like those were the notable events. It was rough on a lot of the party. Like I said, Levin has her eyes on basically one thing right now, but... That's not in any way connected to any of the other events that are happening, but that's a conversation for probably an Emberside chat, because this time on Fireside Dice, we're continuing pretty much right from where we left off. Perhaps skipping for a long rest, and as the morning rises, after your confrontation with Shreff and Maurer, we're here in this camp with the Bitterheart Witches. During the night, clothing has been washed, blood has been taken care of, and everyone is healed up. And I was pretty much short of everything. Yeah, everyone had like cast spells, had hit points drained, it was... If you're just barely joining for this episode, go back and listen to last episode because, like I said, it was harrowing for everybody involved, except for apparently Levin. I feel like Emma <laughs> was mean, a little bit freaked, but... It was a bad fight for sure, but Levin was not impacted emotionally. So yeah, and we had an interesting tarot reading where found out a little bit about how to defeat Lord Schreffenmauer and obtain our bull, the Otherworld Atlas, which is currently in Mauer Estate. So, with all of that in mind, morning rises, and what are you all doing? That's a great question. Bofer is having some breakfast. Is he introducing the Bitter Hearts to good bacon? He is sitting around the fire with like two other witches and just deeply, deeply engrossed in discussions about the benefits of cooking with bacon fat <laughs> and what it can do for your skin. <laughs> the, the witches seem pretty, they seem mildly interested, more amused. They're but... definitely, they're entertaining you. I imagine that the previous night before we all went to bed, the group had briefed Surrey on what they had endured. So she's caught up and up to date. Yeah, that, that sounds really intense. <laughs> I almost died. It was. Again. We all could have died. True. Bartholomew, um, ever since the reading with Madam Ava, he's still been very subdued and very quiet, but it's less pained and there's less sorrow in it that, like there was when we first arrived at the camp. And now it's a lot more contemplative and a lot more thought based like he's very you can tell a difference between post fight and post reading but he hasn't told anyone yet what he's thinking about because he's still trying to like mull it over and try and figure out what all of the symbolism and like all the stuff that madame ava showed him and informed him of he's trying to decide like how much do i trust this is this true does this make sense he's getting more back into that logical mindset that he was in that he's used to being in I think at one point in the morning, Levin would actually search Bart 
out just to have a quick conversation with him. I imagine he's probably by one of the morning fires, just sort of sitting, staring into the flame while he's thinking, fiddling with his locket. Yeah, so Levin would definitely, she'd go find Bart and sit down next to him. And she would say, are you mentally prepared for today? Or are you going to try and go get yourself killed again? He just sort of chuckles to himself. He's like, yeah, I was a bit brash last night. I, I think I am mentally prepared, yes. I've learned a lot. Um, there's a lot we need to discuss, but no, I am not planning on storming the castle on my own. I recognize the wisdom in what you were saying yesterday, that it was an easy way to get killed, and I think maybe there's a part of me that that's what I wanted in that moment, but you've helped me to remember that there is more good to be done alive than any good that would be done by my death. Levin's just going to kind of sit with that for a moment. That was not a response that she was expecting at all. She's kind of quietly floored. She's not expressing it outwards, outwardly, but after a moment, she'll just give him a kind of terse nod and say, good. Before she gets Wonder up, Bart's going to look across the camp. He's going to spot Balfour talking to the witches, gesturing vehemently about the bacon in his hand. And then he's going to glance over at Suri, who's got the little shadow of Annabelle following her around. She chats with different people. He's going to say, you seem quite level-headed, Levin. And I admire that about you. I know we've only just met, but are you comfortable making me a promise? It depends on the promise. That's valid. Balfour and Surrey are very special people. And they've got a lot to learn about life, but they're very strong individuals. If anything happens to me, will you promise me that you'll make sure that they're on the right course? What do you think is the right course? Much like you did for me last night, make sure Balfour doesn't get himself killed. And I trust Surrey with my life, but lately, something about her hasn't been sitting well with me. I'm really worried about decisions she may have once made. I know that's cryptic, but just make sure that they don't get themselves killed, I think is where I'm going with this. Not saying I plan on going anywhere. Like I said, I... I'm not storming the castle by myself, but there's been a lot of things happening recently that have really opened my eyes to my age. I'm not as young as I once was, and this kind of lifestyle is taking its toll on me. Genuinely worried that I might not last much longer, and I want to make sure that they're okay. I can do that. Thank At you, Evan. for a short while. You're welcome. He, like, claps her on the shoulder and basically non-verbally gives her permission to then step up and walk away because he recognizes that she's not entirely comfortable with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, she will She will do so. And kind of go wander to somewhere quiet where she can just watch. So, the group reconvenes. And where are you guys headed to next? What's that the plan? That is the question. Yeah. So, last night, I spoke with Madam Ava, and she's apparently been gifted with the ability of insight, future sight. 
she showed me some things and gave me some things to think about that may be the best course of action for us. But I guess that depends on how we want to approach moving forward. How how high of a priority is rescuing Irina for the rest of you? I trust that Streff and Mauer wouldn't kill her, but I can't say that what he would do wouldn't be worse than death. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. For me, it's not a matter of how much I want to save her. It's a matter of if we can. Either way, we're going to have a confrontation with Streffenmauer that I'm pretty certain of. Right. We're going to end up confronting him. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of where, when, how right. well we're prepared. Bart had some interesting pieces revealed to him with that Taroka reading. Um, mm-hmm. There was mentions made of where this confrontation could happen, an mm-hmm. ally that's available for this as well as a couple of artifacts that might be around the Outland Valleys and where those might be. So I've been thinking a lot about what Madame Ava showed me, and if my interpretations are correct, she basically told me that there's a weapon somewhere here on Innistrad that if we can get our hands on it, it'll give us the leg up in a fight against Streffen. Um, it, It was all kind of cryptic, so take this with a grain of salt i don't completely understand all of it the treasure we seek is hidden behind a set of moon silver doors um sorry what moon silver sounds like it's important i'm not familiar with it is that something that's an innistrad thing for that go ahead roll a history check there's parts of it that are very common knowledge but there's a few p there's a few different layers to this so go ahead just roll me a history check to see what all surrey would have on that oh geez my history is or my intellect is bad i got a 12. 12 okay moon silver is one of those pieces that is often used for the church of avison primarily Followers of older faiths, such as yourself, Suri, don't often use it. It's it's a it's more of a side piece to your wards and your connection to the land itself, um, or whatever other powers you might have at your disposal. Not anything cryptic there at all. <laughs> um, but with Moon Silver, there are many ancient and holy sites on Innistrad, and Suri would be aware of the the story of a moon silver temple somewhere in the Outland Valleys that was a stronghold of the angels that are of a lost flight. But that would have been one of those things that would be more like in line with Church of Avicen teachings rather than what Suri follows. Yeah, would that have been in the book that uh, Bartholomew had? Um, there was a vague mention of it. You would probably be able to take a look into that scripture and see if there's any further knowledge. Okay. That would take a little bit of time and just not off the top of your head. Do you have that? So when silver is more of like a, a spiritual, it's used a lot in the churches of Avicen around Innistrad and there's a mentions of a moon silver temple that was used as a stronghold for flights of angels. I'm sure for battling demons and vampires and all that sort. Okay. 
that mm, that could very well possibly be what Madame Eva was referring to. She also showed me it was like this mill. It was the only thing around. There wasn't anything else, but there's a mill and supposedly there's treasure inside. I'm assuming that treasure is this weapon that we're supposed to be finding. The weapon itself uh, was referred to as a weapon of vengeance. It was made of sunlight and it's hard to find. And supposedly this is a very cryptic thing, but supposedly it lies in the womb of darkness where the devil must return. There are, let's see, he like rubs, puts his hand through his hair, trying to think. There's something about a dark lord uh, lurking in the depths of darkness where his bane may dwell. Also very cryptic. And the last thing she showed me was apparently our greatest ally in this is going to be a wizard whose mind is broken. So Very... that definitely picks you off. Yeah, it picked me up just now. I was like, I think I know about that. <laughs> Very few of what... Very little of that makes any sense to me. Grateful for that extra moon silver knowledge. That If we could figure out where this temple was, I think that would be a great place to start looking for this weapon. Because we're going to need all the help we can get in this fight. Another piece that Suri would know that the rest of you haven't found out because she journeyed between Lamas and Shadow Grange. There is an old abandoned mill just off of the river, not even half a day's journey from your current location. And that's that's also where like kind of near where I was where Jay Spellerin, that's his name, right? Jay Spellerin. So that would have been north of Mauer Lake, um, north of the town of Lamas where you and Erasmus met, and then you guys went south around the lake, met up with the Bitterheart Witches and Annabelle, and Erasmus and you were walking back towards Shadowgrange when he left. It was relatively near to this abandoned mill. Okay. So... Which also isn't too far to the split-off on the old Somberwald Road that leads up to Mauer Estate. All right. Um... I seem to, the memory's really hazy, but I remember maybe an old mill uh, south of here near a town called Shadowgrange. Okay. That could be, because uh, you said the treasure was in an old mill. That might be what we're looking for, but it is a long shot. That sounds like the best shot we've got at the moment. Unless you happen to know anything about the location of that Moonsilver temple you mentioned. Or about it. Crazy old wizard. There was a wizard, but he... I couldn't exactly tell what his motives were. I I think he may have attacked, but he was... He was kind to me and uh, this other man when... I first came to Innistrad when we were split apart from each other. Suri, the wizard you're talking about, is that the Jace person that you mentioned you ran into last that one time we got separated? Yes, that was his name. That memory's so hazy, I'm not... I'm not sure why. From my understanding, goal is probably going to take this footpath over to the falls. Got a little bit of travel time off. Because you guys are close with the witches, they would absolutely show you that route. And then to go up to Lamas, which is a little bit of a bigger town, maybe even all the way over to Kresk. 
just to, you know, find some more information, see where we can find these artifacts. I definitely think since the mill is so close, that's sounds mm -hmm. like the best course of action at this yeah. point. Let's go, go to that mill. First and kind of go from that point. See what we can Agreed. find there. Okay. As long as we don't split the party. <laughs> Again. You know we'll always end up splitting the party. We are Every so... time we planeswalk. <laughs> it's not on Innistrad. Let's just try not to. Not the place for it. So I assume we give our goodbyes and express our gratitude to the Bitter Hearts for hosting us and taking care of us. Pass out some complimentary bacon. <laughs> they take it and they share some of their stores with you in terms of food and provisions. This will get you to the next camp. Thank you very much. Unless things go awry. Hopefully they don't. With that in mind, travel begins. And with your guide, I need someone, anyone really, go ahead and roll me a d12 and a d8. I'll roll the d12. If someone else wants to roll the d8, we can share the load. Share I mean, I the load. Roll, I can roll a d8. Okay. Oh. Go ahead and give me your two results. I got a six. That is a five. I love that the dice agree in terms of plot. Continuing along, there is the Bitter Heart guide who is with you. Not Annabelle. She's too young to go out on her own. I am a fantastic mm -hmm. witch. I can guide them. Me and Suri, we made it back all by ourselves. Yeah, I, I know, but you, this is really dangerous. Uh, just keep practicing the stuff they teach you and the stuff I taught you. Fine, but we need to visit again. Oh, of course. And so mm. she, she lets you go. Your guide, at some point, puts a hand out and listens closely. Anyone else who wants to roll a perception check absolutely may. I got a 9. I got a 16. That is a 14 for Levin. That is a 22 for Balfour. Natural 18 on it. Nice. So, That's anyone who got higher than a 15. There have been ravens and crows here on Innistrad. Not quite everywhere, but enough that they're fairly commonplace. Here, though, this Bitterheart Witch looks up, and there's a very large raven that's just kind of sitting up in a tree. It says, that one's looking at us. You guys move to one side of the trail. It follows. You go to the other side of the trail. Its head follows you. Very pointedly looking. Is this something we should be concerned about? Not if I have something to say about it. And it, this witch is going to go ahead and cast a spell. That will hit. So this brackish bolt of energy comes, hits this raven, pops it out of the tree, and it takes to the air. Air ravens. They're not common, but we don't get along. Is this just... Do you just want to chase it off, or should we finish it off? I think that I've made my message clear. Okay. Did you say where, Raven? Yes. You know, like a werewolf? Levin wouldn't know what that is, right? Probably not. I can't say I do know. Is it not just a big bird? 
turns and continues walking with the sort of look of like, I want to talk, but I've been sworn to silence. Da 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 da. Bartholomew's going to lean over and be like, I'm pretty sure werewolves are people that turn into wolves. So I'm sure where Raven is a person who turned into a Raven. Just one of the many beautiful things about Innistrad. <laughs> what purpose does that serve? Why turn into a wolf for a raven? Well, they can't really control it from what I've heard. It's more of a curse than a choice. Hmm. Although there are some that Suri would know of who embrace that curse and make it a part of their own identity. As we're moving, is our guide making it clear that we should be as quiet as possible or is conversation generally like acceptable in this situation? Conversation is acceptable. When they need quiet, they do let you know. Okay. Moments like that where there's that raven who is absolutely out there. And there have been moments where there's been a twig snapping. Nothing else has happened. And they're like, you be quiet for like five minutes. Bartholomew is going to fall in step with Suri. And he's going to say, you seemed very happy when we were with the bitter hearts it seemed like where you're meant to be well it's nice having other people who have lost or just people who are well knowing just having them around and it makes me feel safe in this in innistrad i understand the importance of feeling welcome in a place being amongst your people is great feeling it's nice to be accepted. Do you think once we've finished this job um, with for Vincenzo, do you think this is somewhere you'd like to come back to? Stay with them? Right. Well, having, yeah, having said uh, what she said about having, like, her feeling safe around the bitter hearts, she'll kind of, like, glance off a little, like, longingly. She'll just kind of seem lost in thought. A little bit. Almost as if remembering something. I rolled a 21 on Insight. Can I tell that there's some conflict to her right here? Riley, what do you think? Is that something that would be apparent with a 21 Insight? Yeah. I take it there's a lot about you that I don't know. And that that's fine. I'm not trying to say that I should know your whole story per se. I just happiness in this life is something I feel like should be pursued and you genuinely seemed happy there especially with little Annabelle and so I was just curious if that's where you would want to end up and if there's anything I can do to help you be happy and be where you want to be by all means let me know and I'll do everything I can to help you out I really appreciate all you've done for me Bart it's, it's astounding that we've all come this far together. Yeah, we've been through a lot in a very short time when I think about it. I feel as safe around you guys as I do with the bitter hearts. That's good to hear. And if there's ever anything that you want to talk about, anything, for lack of a better term, baggage that you'd like to unload, I'm all ears. Anytime, if there's anything I can help with, I'm here for you. I'll keep that in mind. And he'll end the conversation there. Step 
not like too far away from her, but just so he's not like in line with her in the marching order anymore, but letting giving her time to be in her thoughts. Coming towards the end of the footpath that leads through this little patch of woods, coming up to the falls, getting closer, you can start hearing that slow roar of hundreds, if not thousands of gallons of water pouring over the rock. And at some point, uh, your guide just stops, looks at each of you and says, I'm far enough away from my from the coven that I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Path should be pretty clear from here. Follow the, follow the sound. The fall shouldn't be too far ahead. From there, your path is yours. Thank you, sir. For honorary members, it is absolutely something that I'm willing to share. Come and share our fire anytime. And with that, he takes his leave. So does that mean we're witches now? Not necessarily. You have not officially joined the coven. You're honorary members. None of you... Uh, there's only one of you who has taken levels in Warlock and would be officially considered a witch. Alfred's a Dang witch. Dang it. Alfred's a witch. That's <laughs> <laughs> canon. now. <laughs> Bart's going to look around at the woods and listen to the sound of the waterfall he's gonna say i believe i can get us the rest of the way but if any of you feel more confident in your ability to guide us through by all means i think yeah. between the two of us we should be able to that i do have a question for the dm uh, actually about a feature from background uh wanderer okay. so does the wanderer feature apply if I have not been somewhere before is the wording makes it sound like I have to have been there before or seen a map so in this situation it wouldn't necessarily apply right um in terms of the map part no you would be mm -hmm. able to recognize the general layout of the places that you have been to here and remember that very well and mm -hmm. the second half of the Wanderer feature absolutely applies, where if we did okay. not have rations, you would be able to provide for the group. Okay, cool. Do you know, or do we know, like, the name of the place we're going to? Do you mean Llamas, or do you mean this old abandoned mill? Uh, yeah, I guess are we heading to, we're heading to Llamas right now, aren't we? We're or... heading to the mill. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. The mill was on All the right. way to Llamas. Because I, I, estimations. I can ritual cast Guiding Hand, which can take us there, but you have to name a major landmark, and I don't think a, a sketchy old mill quite covers sketchy it. Sketchy old mill. I mean, <laughs> that feels fairly landmarkish to me. <laughs> but on Innistrad, every mill is a sketchy mill. True. True, <laughs> true, true. Everything's about context. Yes. I think we'll be able to get so, there. So... We've left the Bitterheart camp. We have left the woods and coming out, there's a bridge spanning across the river here. And the bridge itself isn't super noteworthy. River runs underneath. There is a figure standing very, relatively nonchalant on the bridge. Is it a familiar figure? No. 
is not anyone that you have seen before. Have they noticed us? Can we tell? Not as yet. Um, you guys are currently kind of at the edge of the tree line. And they seem to be almost absentmindedly just kind of looking at their nails, that sort of thing. In terms of build and figure, not very tall, but enough that it's notable. Shirt, very fine, elegant, with the top couple of buttons undone. Sword at their side, and markably pale skin. And Suri, you out of everyone recognize this fellow. Ooh. And considering that you've not seen Alexander Deruchenko in time even before you were part of that first coven. Not since your childhood have you seen this person. What is your reaction? Is he near us or he's like far away? He is currently at kind of the apex of the bridge, sitting there absentmindedly just looking at himself. Hmm. There is a picture linked in the maps and character art. He's dreamy. Sorry, I, I had to get that out. Okay, continue. <laughs> I, I, I guess Suri's like shocked that it, that she doesn't believe it's him, at first, because uh, he last she heard he vanished. He just like went north and never came back. Yeah. So, at first, I think she thinks it's just someone who looks like him. Because for sure, in her mind, he was probably dead. Well, are we crossing this bridge? Uh, this guy's very clearly a vampire, right? That's pretty apparent. He looks like someone I remember, but I... I could have sworn he was dead. Hmm. Technically, probably is. Well, Suri, since you recognize this individual... What do you think is the best course of action here? We need to get across that bridge. He's very clearly a vampire, so likely he's in league with Strephon. What are your thoughts? As dangerous as interacting with vampires uh, sounds, I think we have to get across this bridge. Alright. Everybody feel ready enough to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with another vampire? Hopefully we can avoid that. Suri, would you like to take point? Would you like to go first, or yeah, would you prefer? I, I can go first. Okay. Bartholomew will follow very, not like uncomfortably close, but right behind her. The other two of you? Alpha will oh. follow up through, up the rear. Yeah. So you're going out right away? Bart's going to go as soon as Suri does. Yeah. I, I yeah, think Alpha's just gonna, not letting him go out there alone. Let's take the lead, but we, we'll go slowly. This the bridge looks sturdy enough for everyone, right? <laughs> yeah, it absolutely does. It's made of stone. It's about oh, okay. 15, 20 feet wide. It goes over. It's a nice, solid stone arch bridge. So coming out, hears the sound, turns, looks. I didn't think it actually was. I mean, when my master told me that Surrey was in Outland Valleys, I didn't believe it at first, but here you are. So you are Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> so you do recognize me. I, oh, that is so good. I, I, I thought you had died so long ago. Kind of did, and in other ways I haven't. 
I did get my wish, though. I I can I can I can see that. I, I'm I'm just glad it's you and not somebody else. I'm glad too. Did you get your wish? We're we're working on that. Still haven't found out what happened to Daddy, huh? <laughs> she she just kind of like glances at the party and then back and doesn't really say anything about it. Bartholomew is looking at her with a look of concern as he's starting to get glimpses into her backstory. <laughs> I mean, like, wait a minute. What's going on? Oh, well, I hope that you find the meaning of that at some point. So, my master does want to thank you for bringing him his bride. Um, he does plan on meeting you at some point to, you know, offer payment, dowry, whatever that may be. Right, but his his bride. Yes, yes, Irina. Weren't you not there for that, Surrey? Yes, I, I don't think I was. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, suffice to say, Salence, you and your friends may absolutely pass by me. I am not to hinder you in any way. Though, do know that if you are to take any sort of action, I am free to respond in kind. Bartholomew makes no move to leave Surrey, but he doesn't it's, say anything. We have that duly noted, Alexander. Surrey, it has been an absolute delight. Please do come up to Mauer State at some point. I've been staying there the last few months after my earning, and it's honestly, it is so freeing. I do have a few hundred years to serve, but that will be but a blink of an eye. Oh, for we'll just cross I, the bridge. I'll be sure to make my way up to Mauer Estate at some point. I do have business there I probably need to resolve at some point. Balfour's walked away. <laughs> so as Balfour walks, Alexander, he looks, gets down on one knee to look you in the eye, gives you a slight bow, ushers you on your way. As he gets down, like, face to face, Balfour will just belch in his face. Seeing that he's let Balfour pass, um, Eleven is gonna walk across the bridge, too. Once again, the slight bow at the, at the waist to Levin as she passes, ushering her on. She She's just going to raise an eyebrow and continue following Balfour. Bartholomew stays behind Surrey, waiting for her to react. Uh, I'll just say thank you for letting us across, Alexander, and just say, I'm, I'm sorry for the, uh, that one's attitude, and she'll point at Balfour. Oh, don't worry. I'm certain that if he were invited to a proper dinner, that he would be on his best behavior. Indeed, he's he's very good at uh, parties. Just like kind of almost out of earshot now, you just hear Balfour. Are all vampires such jerks? I think and they're too pretty to be trusted. Suri will make her way past Alexander, uh, making sure that Bart feels safe. Like, going past. As and Bartholomew's going to follow her, and as he passes Alexander, he's going to look him dead in the eye, and he's going to shoot them that look that a father gives the boyfriend on the first date. <laughs> and, like, if you yeah. hurt her, I will kill you. Yeah. But, and then, like, nods his head at the bow and continues. Would you like to roll an intimidation check for that? I mean, I can. I have a feeling it won't 
necessarily go well, but that feels feels like it's fitting. That's a twelve. Oh, Salence, you were. My master did say that you were spicy, cordial, but cold. And with that, he's gonna take his walk up towards where your encounter happened. Once we're away from him, and we've walked a ways away from the bridge, Bartholomew's gonna turn to Sir and be like, "How do you know him?" He. He lived in the town that I grew up in, and he always had a very keen obsession with vampires and the undead. Hmm. But uh, he'd, he'd gone north towards our state, and he'd just vanished for years. I, I for sure had thought he'd been killed. Just like Balfour said earlier, I think he has. Well, y- yes. <laughs> How do you feel about his obsession and his apparent choice to become a vampire? I've always seen it as odd, but everybody has their own motives, and he's always been kind to me and my father. Okay. You never... Did you ever share his desire to become a vampire? Is that ever anything that was attractive to you? Being able to live forever is tempting, but... Not being able to go out in the sun for long and having to live in the shadows, it's just not, doesn't seem appealing. On top of that, being looked down upon by everybody. Yeah, from what I know, the vampires here live very high and mighty lifestyle, but there's definitely a cost. There's no humanity there. Yes, and as as you heard Alexander, he, he has to serve for hundreds of years before he's even free to do what he wants yeah it's an unfortunate situation he's put himself in hundreds of years really are only a blink of the eye though Uh, how long does your kind live levin just out of curiosity if that was an insensitive question by all means let me know emma says that's a great question she can't remember (laughs) off the top of her head in terms of levin's current form it's about as long as a human. That's what I thought. Eleven as an intellect, a spirit, as other forms, has endured for quite a while longer than that. Mm-hmm. She's going to be quiet for a moment, thinking, I imagine about as long as you do. Only more confused, Bartholomew's like, okay. At this point, have we? can we see the mill? As we're walking along this path. The mill is actually a little bit further along, along one of the estuaries that lead into the river. Okay. So we need to follow the river, or is that do is there a path that we are supposed to follow? It it is uh it's along the main road. Okay. Um in terms of seeing it, um, it is in sight, but you can see that it's relatively distant. It's closer okay. to Lamas than it is to Maurer Estate. It seems like at one point this place would have served Lamas. But yeah, you can see it off in the distance, kind of nestled into a little a little inlet, almost like a fjord where a river runs down into our lake. What time of day is it? By this point, it would be late morning, perhaps early afternoon. So we'll make it there in plenty of time before dark then. Yep, if you wanted to push, you could go all the way to Lamas itself. 
be there by nightfall. So, continuing up, the the trail takes takes its route upwards and has a couple of switchbacks as it leads up towards a gate. And just before the gate, there is this turn in the road. And you can see that this turn, the, the Geyer Reach, this reaches south around here. And in between the edge of the mountains, nestled right up on an apex, is Mauer Estate. And at this cutoff, Lord Streffen Mauer is standing there. Yeah. Can't shake Why this guy. Why is he always... Why is he following us? Uh, is there any way we could just... like sneak through the trees not on the path to like not be seen by him but get around him to continue on our way or is it unavoidable that we're gonna interact with this guy um taking the old somber world road there is not a way around there are some alternative routes but you are not aware of them as of yet we had a native of the outland valleys and Surrey, you were from the inland valleys if you had a native to the Outland Valleys who had that sort of a background, maybe. If you had a map that Levin could take a look at, she might be able to guide you there. We have as neither of, yet, of those. As of yet, neither of those are available. Can I do an investigation check? What for? A squirrel. <laughs> I feel like that'd be more a survival or a nature check. That's fine. Perhaps perception. Which would you like me to do? It depends on how you want to go about it. How do you want to find a squirrel? The other three are just going to be talking. And Balfour's going to kind of be looking up in the tree. And just kind of watching, scanning for movement. Little flits of fur in and out of the tree. Try to see if he can find a squirrel. Okay. I think I'm going to call this a survival check. Okay. That is an 18. 18. Um, thinking back to your youth growing up and what very well in your head was make-believe, world of make-believe. You remember a variety of different squirrels and the sorts of things that they had. There was even a few talking squirrels, one of whom you met that called themselves Toski, that told you of some very interesting pieces that not super relevant to right now. Basically said that you were special and you had a great future ahead. Um, and looking for those same sorts of signs of those rustlings, particular droppings, trees with relatively large holes in them, perhaps old nests, you end up finding a couple and how is it that you want to go about getting a squirrel? So, once Balfour sees one, he's going to reminisce about the animals and things like that, just like vague memories and just kind of almost an app, like a absent-mindedly just smiling and thinking about them. He's going to kind of try to get a little closer to us, to one of the squirrels, see if he can't get within about six to eight feet of one. He, is there one that's like low enough on a tree that he can get kind of close to it? Yes. So he'll just kind of walk up and checking out the squirrel absentmindedly, just kind of talk to it and just be like, I bet 
if if you could understand me, you would know how to get around this vampire over there. And without realizing it, Balfour is going to cast Speak with Animals. Yes! Oh my goodness, yes. This absent-minded talking, you don't even recognize the subtle swirl of ether that follows around you, but you do notice the subtle flow of ether that reaches out from the tree, embraces this squirrel, and you can see a light flash in its eyes, and it looks at you. What? I, rec- I understand you. I, 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 I can. Yeah, yeah. What do you need? Looks around, kind of behind him. Bartholomew's looking at Balfour because he noticed the little swirls of aether, and he's just like, what are you doing? Did you hear that? Hear what? Say it again. Is that... It again. Oh, it again. It again. Do I hear the squirrel hear this... chittering? Yeah, this squirrel is chittering and squeaking and chittering as it's scuttling around the tree, looking at one side, scuttering around, going to the other. Uh, I just hear the squirrel chittering. Yeah, he's he's talking. Got a weird accent? You don't hear that? No, he's just making normal squirrel sounds. At this point, I, Levin's also obviously cottoned on as well as just like looking on. Um, pretty blanked, blank faced. It, it doesn't look much different than normal, but there is a quiet astonishment there for anyone who cares to look deeper. Yeah, the Siri will also just take a look back and admire, but yeah, Balfour's a little distracted to notice. Have you always been able to talk, or is that a new thing? Or I, I always talk with other squirrels. I mean. But do you different? talk to humans often? Uh, no, 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 not really. Huh. I mean, I don't know why you can... Who are you? Yeah, I don't know. This is strange. Do you... I mean, do you know a way around that guy over there? Squirrel looks... I don't like that one. Yeah, we don't avoid him. You wanna... Well, here. How about this? And reaches in his pocket and pulls out some bacon. Obviously, squirrels eat bacon. <laughs> that's, that's just that's just pure logic in Balfour's mind. So holds it out in his hand as kind of an offering. Would you mind trying to help me and my friends get to a place that's on the other side of that guy without being seen? You know of a way around him? I'm gonna need you to roll a persuasion check. That is a thirteen. The 13. I'm really good at avoiding stuff like that. You're saying you Would want you... to avoid it? Yes. That's that's what we're trying to do. Are you good at trees? I don't think all of us would be. All the ways that I avoid this one are in the trees. You know of any... The rest of you see this squirrel kind of hops down onto the ground. It's doing that weird little, like, hop, jumping a little bit closer to Baffer, but not getting super close. Probably 15 feet away. Has he eaten any of the bacon? Not. Okay. Just keep my hand held out to him with the bacon in it. Just, do you know of any paths that maybe humans take around here that would possibly avoid that area? All the paths are places that I don't like going. There's hunters. What if I kept you safe? Who's you? Like a tree? Mm-hmm. Kind of like take his beard and start pushing it down into kind of like a bowl <laughs> shape. Be like, see? And there's a little, like, a little mess. You can just kind of just chill in here. <laughs> okay, your total was a 13, correct? Mm-hmm. But at this point, I think Balfour 
is going to kind of feel a surge of power similar to the one he felt right before the squirrel started talking to him. And he's just going to kind of reach his hand out a little bit farther with the bacon and cast Animal Friendship. So I want you to roll that persuasion check again and tell me which is higher, your 15 or this new roll. Hold on. Let me just not touch the table real quick and slide over to Discord. Is it so a natural 20? Take a picture of this. Yes. It is <laughs> a natural 20. Oh my goodness. So I have you called this, this squirrel by any sort of name yet? I have not. Incredible. You do so, not know how much I support this right now. Yeah, this this is amazing. With this, this squirrel looks up at you and simply says, "Okay, tree, moving tree. I'll I, I'll take you." Awesome. It's odd because he seems more cheerful than you've probably ever seen him around another human being or type of person. Very very happy right now for some reason. He's gonna turn around, and look at you guys. All right, guys, let's go. I know a way around. As he says, with a bowl-shaped beard that now has a squirrel inside it. Full-blown going Radagast the Brown on this. Yeah, the squirrel told me. Wait, by the way, what's your name? I'm... Aim? Yeah, does, like, what, what do the other squirrels call you? It's always been just Nutty. Hmm. I can roll with that. So this is Nutty. He's gonna show us the path to avoid the vampires. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, I believe him. <laughs> and with that, we will end this episode of Fireside Dice. Thank you all so much for joining us in this episode of Fireside Dice. This show is produced by Realms of Roleplaying. Intro and outro music was created by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. And all other sound effects and music were created by Monument Studios. We'll see you all in the next episode. pretty easy to become a warlock you know <laughs> it's a pretty short order i mean what Sign i need the a book line. i need a book or a talking knife shouldn't be too hard to find on innistrad i'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably just like yell out into the aether of innistrad and be like all right i'm here anyone want to make a deal and something will show up out. yeah you could literally just find some random devil or a lich or something <laughs> Send out an otherworldly request for proposal. <laughs> oh. Hey, kid, you want some free magic? <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, no. Need.